0: It's been over a year since I started the Polyvagal Podcast, and I wanted to take a moment or two to reflect before heading into the next year. My name is Justin Sinceri.
1: and I am Mercedes Corona. We are licensed marriage and family therapists and your fellow trauma nerds, helping you understand and apply the science of connection to daily life.
0: Welcome to episode fifty-three of the Polyvagal Podcast, and Mercedes, welcome back for this episode. Thank you. Super happy you're here.
1: Thanks for inviting me back. How does it feel? I'm excited. I'm excited to be back. It feels it feels fun, you know. It's I don't know if it sounds silly, but it feels a little nostalgic. Like it hasn't been that long, but it does. Yeah. But it's nice. It's familiar. It hasn't been.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm I'm really happy. It feels right. It just feels right. Thank you. So I'm, I'm glad you're here. Yay. Mercedes and I are going to be discussing some questions, and we actually have some audio messages from some super fans some i think some super duper fans for doing that. you know how hard it is to get people to send in audio messages yeah i gotta beg and beg for it i know it's really difficult yeah. but we have i have a few of those i'm gonna sprinkle in here as well uh but one year you were a huge part of that uh, huge huge part of that like people can hear you on the main podcast mm-hmm. but in the members there's a whole bunch like there's so much more of mercedes <laughs> and justin like it's a lot you were a huge part of this for this um the first year. Thank
1: you. I I I was really honored to be a part of it and I I know we talk a lot about the relationship between you and I but I I truly felt honored because I know that for you to invite me onto your creation and something that you started and you made from your own ideas that was a really big thing and so I I was really honored and surprised, pleasantly surprised when you invited me on and I I was happy to be a part of it for so long.
0: I was happy you were too if it just, it was, my hope was that it would be informational for people and it was, but it was also just fantastic, like spending a lot of time with you,
1: like a, a lot. lot of, a time, lot of good you know, time,
0: to, it really was, yeah, two or three hours every Sunday yeah. night for months and months yeah. and months and months. Like I was, I was really special to me. So I'm, yeah.
1: Justin.
0: I know, I know. What are some things that have been surprising for us? That's the first thing we kind of want to go into. We have like five questions okay. here. What are some things that have been surprising from this first year of the podcast? Do you have anything pop in your mind first?
1: I, I don't mean to keep taking it to the personal place, but the first thing that pops into my mind is, is again, the relationship between you and I and, and finding out that you and I are so similar as people. I think uh, when I first started working with you and I, I started getting getting to know you, it felt it felt like you were a much different person than me. I don't know if I'm making sense, but but just like getting to know you, you oh, like we it. are yeah. so similar. It's a little bit <laughs> it, it's a it's little bit disconcerting good. sometimes if I think about it too much. But that was yeah. one of the surprising it, it was a fun surprise. It was fun to discover that in working so closely with you for so long. That was a fun surprise.
0: I like that one, okay. yeah and I, I i didn't put any answers for these and i'm like i don't have an answer
1: <laughs> you don't you don't have an answer for that one
0: the you know actually no no i will say i think i knew the podcast um I'll take it to a less personal level okay i i had confidence the podcast was like important and would be helping people i'm surprised that at the amount of love that we've gotten from people i'm i'm surprised that at the amount of evangelizing of of people spreading the word like taking some level of action and like spreading the word for it even though it's hard to get voice messages like people share this a lot they do you know and i i'm yeah they really do like i'm I'm surprised at at that at how much people are willing to share something of value and it seems obvious but i guess i'm surprised that it was it was a thing that we were creating it wasn't just like hey here's a new food i like you know i know people (laughs) spread those kinds of things and Right. People recommend things they like, movies they like, but the thing that they're recommending is our podcast. Like that was, it surprised me just to kind of be on the, be like, oh, that's, that's what we're doing. That's, that's our thing. And to hear people are out, you know, on the internet wilds, like talking about it and recommending it to other people and, and clients and therapists and it's, it's incredible.
1: I think that surprised me along the way is hearing, um, I think it was regular lay people at first. And what I mean is I don't think it was therapists that were listening right off the bat, but then the clients were getting their therapists to listen. And then therapists got on board and were telling their therapist peers, some people would say, therapeers. And <laughs> That's right. And uh, and that was really a, a really great surprise that it traveled along those lines because those would be the people that I would have wanted to target if I had if I had that in mind. And that was that was really nice to find out.
0: I remember there being, and this was something that surprised me, there was a really healthy, like, big mix of who listened. And I mean, in a professional level, like, right off the bat, it, it was just people that were interested in the polyvagal theory, of course. So there was, like, yoga people, there was body workers, like masseuses, um, physical therapists, therapists, and just people who had survived stuff, like people that had heard of this and were actively looking for more information on it. And the podcast, just timing-wise, just was a good time. Yeah. But that surprised me is the wide range of people that were interested in this. Because when I first heard about it, I'm like, oh, this is therapy. This is mental health. But then all these other disciplines were looking for it as well. It really crosses over into so many different professions. It really
1: does. I think that continues to surprise me because I I continue to see the types of people that are um, more on Instagram. But the types of people that are connecting with you and still connecting with me, It it really is so... It's so wide-ranging. I think it touches every aspect of our lives as human beings. And I i honestly didn't realize that when, when you first had introduced me to the polyvagal theory and what it was and what it meant. I didn't realize how it, – it's a part of me now. It's a part of my language now. It's not something that will ever not be part of right. me anymore because it's so simple, but it's so all-consuming as far as, as what it has to do with in our lives. So – That was a nice surprise.
0: Yeah, definitely. Me too. And I hear that a lot from people that is is just, it fundamentally changes the way that they view the Mm -hmm. world. Are you still hearing from people that even though you dropped out uh, about like a month ago, are you you hearing from people? Uh, I'm
1: still getting new um, followers every now and then. Yeah. Really? And I, (laughs) my goal was to be a little more active on Instagram and I, I struggle with that. This is totally off topic, so you can cut me off, but I, I just struggle with like putting myself out there for no reason. Like if people were to ask me, like, like, and I'm talking about in person, you know, but if a person were to ask me a question, I'm an open book. I'll answer almost anything, but I don't know how to just initiate like, Hey, here's some information about me. I'm just putting it out there for no reason. It's really (laughs) difficult for me.
0: It's, it is weird. It is weird. Like they all, like you're starting the conversation and you'll put out, like I'll put out an image with some words on it. And it's like, here's some thoughts, here's some words that now exist in your eyes (laughs) And it's but at the same time people are, are on their phones like waiting for yeah. new words for their eyes, That's right? True. Not just, I'm not saying like from me, but just in general, like for their feed, they they want this information mm-hmm. to come in. So it's like, oh oh they're waiting for people like me to, to put
1: it out put there. Put information out. Mm-hmm.
0: In. Oh, I can I can do yeah. Makes it a little bit less like thinking about that that oh no, they want this. Yeah. And they, they find value and we have to say, Oh, okay, so I'll, I'll put something out there, you know. It, it it's all this is weird. Like it's very odd. It's weird. Something else I, I guess I'm surprised about. Maybe this, this actually might be part of our last question about personal growth. I thought I'd be feeling a lot more confident in this this far along. I thought I would be feeling like, I don't know, tons of con- – I feel confident, but there's definitely a, a big part of me that still hesitates and has some anxiety about putting stuff out and doubts and doesn't want to deal with feedback um, or not, not – Actual, like, helpful feedback, but just stupid reviews on Apple Podcasts right. or <laughs> So all that stuff goes through me still. And I, I was hoping, I guess I assumed that this far along I'd just have all that stuff down and it wouldn't affect me whatsoever. But it, it still kind of does, you know?
1: I think that's normal, though, for for the stuff to affect you. I, I'm i surprised that, to hear that you don't feel as confident as you imagined. Although, now that I think about it, you imagine enormous huge things so maybe <laughs> that's part of it
0: this is the first of three listener audio sprinkles i'm putting in this is from super duper fan karina and it's actually from a conversation she and i had which is coming out in episode 56
1: but you're doing great things i love your podcast and i really feel like it helped me to take what i was reading and thinking and make it more conversational so deaf dana helps with that but when you and Mercedes were having conversations back and forth, I was like, oh, that's a great way to explain this. Or that's a way that my students could connect with this in a way that I hadn't considered, or maybe that I could connect with it in a different way. So I love, I love how you all are, well, how you now are applying these, these ideas to practical situations. And I'm also really loving this diagnosis stuff that you're doing right now because that's so helpful for my students.
0: Karina, thank you so much for letting me use this little snippet. You're a ton of fun to talk with and I know your students are getting a lot from you as their teacher. What are some things that have been disappointing? Part of that, I I feel a bit disappointed in myself. Like I wish that, I feel confident. So I'm I'm good in that. I'm still doing this. I'm still full speed ahead, but it's not 100% full speed ahead. I guess I'm disappointed that I w- I'm, I'm disappointed I don't, I don't have that 100% confidence and I don't know if, we, if people ever do that it seems like some people do but I don't know the other thing I guess I'm disappointed is is the business kind of aspect of, of all this like my interest in doing so is there and I have the member section and I'm creating a ton of stuff and but I'm also not super motivated by getting more money you know like it's right. just I, I was, I guess I was kind of hoping that or assuming I more like assuming that some sort of business plan would start to fall in place and it just really hasn't i'm just sort of like creating and i like it yeah and that seems to be pretty much enough and i have the member section which is covering a lot of the costs and stuff but i guess i'm disappointed there wasn't like that clearer path you know what i mean
1: i think i do and i i guess i'm i'm surprised to hear that that's disappointing to you only because it it makes sense to me that that's not where you're focused because you that's not who you are yeah you you create and you help you know therapists are helpers and no. and that's that's where your focus is and you never got into this to make money i i assume i don't know why you became a therapist but i know that you didn't start doing this the podcast to make money you said i want to put information out there that's helpful to people and i don't want to make them pay because that's ridiculous because this information belongs to everybody so i'm not i'm not yeah. surprised that that's that the business plan piece isn't something that has kind of um, evolved. But I'm surprised to hear that you feel disappointed about it only because what has happened is in line with my idea of who you are as a person.
0: No, everything you said is completely accurate. But I think I listen to a lot of social media marketing and business podcasts. or And people always have these big goals and plans as far as the money aspect of it. And I just don't have it. And maybe it's not disappointing. It is in line with what i want out of this this isn't about this wasn't ever about the other thing but i guess i i assumed maybe just based on the other stuff i was listening to that there would be some sort of thing like that and it's there's not and i don't know i guess maybe i'm not disappointed by that and it is in line with, with i don't know with my goals you know so i guess i'm kind of okay with that now that i say it out loud yeah
1: yeah good
0: all right anything that's been disappointing for you for over this past yearish?
1: The only thing I can think of is, is personal to myself. I'm disappointed that I didn't... What am I trying to say? I'm a little disappointed that it... Something shifted for me in, in what I view as a... I'm trying not to be judgmental. But something shifted and, and, and now I'm not doing it anymore. That feels disappointing. Um, it feels, it feels like it was the right decision for me to make, but sitting here with you now is fun and awesome and amazing. And I, I think I'm, I'm disappointed in myself that the, the journey of doing the podcast didn't help me grow as quickly as I expected it to. Um, on, on a different side, I think it kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things that I thought I had already kind of worked through or, 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 you know, gotten to the other side of, and, and it's okay. I'm trying to be curious about it and not judgmental. It's okay that yeah. it is what it is, but I'm also disappointed that I didn't, um, I didn't use the podcast as a, a platform to jump off and do other projects. Cause that was always my intention also is to kind of have these little branches off of it. Like what? I don't know. We had talked about, um, well, like doing it in Spanish, Doing the translation of the podcast oh, yeah. in Spanish,
0: blogging. You were, uh huh. You were interested in blogging, I know that? Yeah, yeah,
1: doing some written stuff, and then just I had a lot of ideas, and I, I think it all goes back to my own personal journey and things that I'm, where I'm stuck at on my ladder. I think that's what ultimately it comes down to. But I was hoping that it would be, I was hoping that I could get there sooner so it felt disappointing yes. that i didn't and I, and i don't feel like my journey is over and and having this visit on the podcast today feels feels fun and it feels good and i it feels like something totally. i would come back to in some capacity or another eventually so it's i'm not done yet but i feel disappointed in in our year that we were doing this that you know what i feel disappointed that i didn't start right off the bat when you invited me episode 1 that I just wasn't the time. For it you. wasn't, but I was. I was always disappointed by that because I feel like I missed out on those first nine episodes. The foundation, you know.
0: You did. I think you made it up though. On, on, at least on my end, like you were a huge part of this up until recently. You yeah. know. Now he's yeah you're still still disappointed though. Yeah. Um, something I noticed um, if if let's say we had never done this at mm-hmm. all, the level of like confidence and self regulation and. Functioning in life, would we well, probably be fine? We we had we have good careers, yeah. families successful, mm-hmm. loving mm-hmm. families, healthy as far as mm-hmm. I know, good marriages as far mm-hmm. as I know. We're we you know life we 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 did a good job right, but then trying this new thing. It's it's new. There's no path for this. There's no yeah. Like the amount of vulnerability, it's it's different. Like it's there's no like I was good before this. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But then, and I could have stayed on that path and probably been just fine and not questioned my level of confidence and insecurity and all that stuff. But the fact that we're like doing this path, just the doing of it, the journey is the growth, I think. yeah. And and there's always something new on that path. So we're never quite like settled. Mm-hmm. And at that, I don't think, and this has to do with probably what I was saying earlier for myself, like I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. Yeah. But my level of confidence has grown a lot. My level of sociability, I think, has grown a lot. Yeah. But I'm always doing something new and challenging myself or, like, doing a new interview or there's always something new that I don't have a blueprint for. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, there, so there's, there's, always, there's always that doubt and that anxiety of, like, am I doing this right? How is this supposed yeah. to go? Did I say that thing right? You know what I mean?
1: I, I do. I do, and it's funny, it, and it goes back to what I was saying before. Your thoughts – mirror mine so so closely because I've been since I've been since I've left the podcast I've been thinking because you said to me you know if this is if this is the right thing for you that's you know that's good and that means that you've got you you said to me that you see what I don't know what I don't know what you see for me in my future but you said that you feel like I have a path and I've thought so like in this month or however month or two or whatever it's been since I've been off the podcast I've been thinking exactly what you were saying like I, like, I don't need anything else. I have the career I wanted. I I accomplished all of my professional goals several years ago, and I'm very, very satisfied with my professional life as far as where I work. My family is amazing. My kids are beautiful and wonderful, fantastic children. I feel like the parenting is awesome. I make, to be clear, I make my mistakes, but I feel like For the most part, I'm doing an awesome job with my husband at raising these children and putting them out into the world, and my husband and I are are awesome and amazing. And again, there's bumps in the road, but I love him; he loves me. You know, it's great. Like it's life. It's it's what I always hoped and expected for life. But now that I've done this, it feels like—is that enough? Like, of course, it's enough. But now I know that there's other stuff, different things that could happen. And I think I think that's. Maybe that's what I'm disappointed in is that I'm I'm still waiting to see what else I do. Are you okay with that? I'm learning to be okay with it. I I find myself being more curious than I used to be. Like less judgmental and more curious. There's still some t- some moments of judgment, but when that happens I try and just like be curious about it. We'll see where it goes.
0: That's the journey, though. Like that's the, the the curiosity about what it might look like coming up next. And that's if I were to shut this down and like go back to just career and family and mm-hmm. stuff, I would, I would have this feeling of being unsettled and yeah. and incomplete. Yeah. And there would be this is where I put my sort of like sympathetic energy. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't have this, it would go toward like video games or right. something like that. Oh,
1: <laughs> that's what I was doing earlier today.
0: <laughs> and it's just so. Oh yeah, we were too. <laughs> the
1: feeling
0: of being unsettled would be there and this is where i put my sympathetic energy and so i i think we all have our path and we have to listen to that push and that pull of like wh- where am i being pulled towards or pushed away from and uh i, th- I think well, for you it was you were pulled towards was it kickboxing right yeah boxing, or just fam- fam- family time. it was family
1: it was family time okay the the boxing came on the side
0: but, like, that was, and I know that's changed with the COVID stuff going on, but um, as far as the mm-hmm, energetic, mm-hmm. physical thing you're doing, but yeah, you were, you were just pulled toward a different direction, you know? Yeah. But that was the next step. Yeah. The second audio sprinkle is a submission from super duper fan Luis.
1: Hey,
2: Justin. Okay, so the Poly Vehicle podcast has. Enlightened me. <laughs> it has helped me understand human beings way better, and also helped my family life become a lot more easier, because now I can be on my children's level with a better understanding of their behaviors. There you go. And hopefully, the polyvagal F- podcast has also um, brought enlightenment to the next generation, because my now my children. Um, constantly talk about the ladder and how their friends were down the ladder and so there we go it's brought so much awareness into our lives so thank you so much i
0: love that this language is something that you shared with your kids and that they can actually apply it to their own lives what are some uh, concerns or fear that you have from what we like from the messages that we got from people and the questions they have i'm really afraid for our listeners and not all of them but a lot of them, I have a lot of fear, a lot of concern about where they're at and how stuck they are or how much pain they're in.
1: You mean specifically now with all this COVID-19 stuff happening?
0: No, Well, yeah. No, but just in general. Just in general. There's a lot of – our listeners are in a lot of pain and that pains me. Like it's, I'm really concerned about them. Yeah. You know, even though we don't have that therapeutic relationship with them, they, they reach out to me and they'll share pieces of their life. And I can't obviously, you know, get into that with them. It's not right. therapy, but – but I read every single thing they send me and there's a lot of pain out there and a lot of desperation. And that's what really concerns me the most is the amount of desperation in like wanting to get help or someone to help or to find the answer. And when you combine that like level of pain with that level of desperation, I think it lead, I think it can lead to some really scary places. So I'm, I have a lot of fear for l- our listeners on that level.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I hope that hearing this is a, piece of their getting unstuck or getting to the next run up the polyvagal ladder. But I definitely have a lot of concerns and fears.
1: I hadn't thought about it that way before and now I'm <laughs> now I'm gonna add that to my list of fears and concerns. <laughs> but um <laughs> Okay, fair enough. I think um in in our time doing the podcast, I think one of the concerns slash fears that has always come up for me is hoping that people Hoping that the way that we explained the information was clear enough and understandable enough for them to be able to apply it in their lives. Because I know that when I have talked about this stuff with people in person, face-to-face, clients or not, you know, sometimes it's family members or friends and sometimes it's been clients. There was a lot of need for me to clarify or like we'd come back to it. Another time, you know, a couple weeks later and be like, hey, you know, what What about this? And th- there needed to be a lot of guidance. And I don't know if it has to do with the way that I explained it on my own or if it had to do more with just that, that concern that it, it is – it's simple to understand, but sometimes it takes a minute to understand it. So once you get it, it's super clear and it makes complete sense. But sometimes we have had people like in trainings and things that it, it kind of takes a minute to kind of sink in and it kind of takes a minute to really kind of True. be understood. And I think that is has always been my concern is I, I hope people understand it in a way that it's – in the way that – we intend for it to be understood, and in a way that is helpful for them in their lives. Because if it's not, if they misunderstand it and then misapply it to their lives, there could be some, some, some repercussions. You know.
0: I think the co-regulation part of it is something that people run with, um, as in like, "Oh, I need a co-regulator. Okay, I'll, that'll fix me." Yeah. And that really worries me. And that's definitely not the message of co-regulation. Is that you know we fix each other or that we need someone else to fix us, that's not, I don't think that's the message right. of the polyvagal theory, or, or co-regulation. Now, co-regulation can be helpful, but it's not like, oh, that's the answer, I, b- I better go get that, or I better demand that from someone, or find the right person to provide that, and that's something that really concerns me, is, is the level, like I said before, of of need and pain, and then identifying, oh, it's co-regulation that'll fix me, and that that's just not, that's not, that's not it. Yeah. And the final audio sprinkle is from super duper fan, Julia.
2: Hey Justin, I just wanted to share with you how the polyvagal podcast has impacted my life. Um, since I started listening to the podcast, I actually really became interested in the work that actually you do as a school counselor, um, which led me to totally switch careers. I worked as a chef and then I ended up um getting a really unique opportunity to go teach in a classroom, Um, and mostly I was so interested because of how the polyvagal theory applied for the interactions between teachers and students and how to be someone who could um, be safe in a safe place and be a co-regulator for students who maybe don't get that opportunity that they have at home. Um, And it certainly helped me to better understand my own nervous system, um, better understand my anxiety and the states that I frequently live in. With everything that's going on in the world, um, it is a really interesting perspective to view it through a polyvagal lens and, and see how people are responding to fear. So thank you for everything that you've done and I am so grateful that you're creating this content.
0: Thank you so much, Julia. We definitely hope your career choices are working out. What are some hopes you have for, for listeners?
1: Um, the hopes I have for listeners are, are the hope that listeners have given me. That uh, so many people have reached out to us and said, This, this like unlocked everything for me. This, you know, which one comes to mind is the, um, I think it was an audio clip that we got about the water in the desert. The water, the water jug in yeah, the I desert. Remember, yeah, yeah. It that's
0: Tan- Tanya.
1: Tanya, <laughs> I think we just decided on Tanya.
0: <laughs> it was Tanya. She wrote to me. Did I think it was ever... Tanya, or she. I think she okay. sent me an audio clip. I believe it was Tanya. Okay.
1: <laughs> but it's that, been so long, the... and I'm like, was it
0: Tanya or Tanya? I think it was Tanya. <laughs> we had
1: a whole discussion about it. I remember. I know, yeah. Um, but that's that's my hope. Is is that's the most beautiful part for me? Is that people will take this information and they do get it and they do understand it and they do apply it to their lives and then it's it's life changing that's my hope my hope is that that continues to happen and then on a more on a more selfish level that people keep sharing it with each other because that'll get oh you know hey listen to this podcast it's awesome except this guy interrupts this girl all the time
0: (laughs) seriously seriously (laughs) All right. What are some hopes for listeners? Uh, I, I probably just echo what you just said. I think I, I don't like what else could I hope for besides that they hear this? It makes sense and that they put it into practice in some way. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, that's why we're doing this. That's why I did, started this thing.
1: Yeah.
0: That's a, it's still, that's still my hope is that people get unstuck. Yeah. And that's, that's a, that's a big, big deal for me is I know that every single one of us is stuck on some level and. I think it's information that can help get unstuck. Hopefully people will take it and run with it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and help them help to get unstuck. And that's a resource for them. Yeah. That's it. And the last question is, have you grown personally since doing the podcast? I think we kind of addressed this and there was uh, some disappointment or frustrations in that area, but I, I do think I've grown personally. I, I, my ability to hold my tongue and not respond has not just to you, but I mean, I'm talking about like to comments or reviews like
1: what i'm not thinking about to me because goodness knows you can't hold your tongue with me
0: <laughs> no 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 no. <laughs> the,
1: the only other context i really know of you is at work and i know that at work you don't it's something i've always admired about you is that you don't have this need to please other people you're gonna say what you think not rudely not disrespectfully but you're gonna say what's on your mind and you're gonna say what you truly believe and regardless of of how other people will react. And I don't see that that's changed.
0: Well, when I respond, I know it can be kind of smothering and it's like, I'm going to hit you with a bunch of data all at once in a way, you know, and reasoning. And like, I'm just going to smother you with like, no, this is why you're wrong. Like, I know I do that. And so when people leave a comment that disagrees with me, I'm doing a lot better of like pausing and, taking into consideration what they're saying and really seeing like, Oh, what they're saying is accurate. What I'm saying is accurate. And both of these things can be true at the same time, like stuff like that versus simply responding to people. Mm-hmm. And I think that I've in the past, I've been pretty quick to like jump into an argument and I, I like debate. I like argument and it's where I feel like some intensity. I like it. And so I, I've grown in the, in the way of like slowing down and like taking in what people are saying. I've also grown and flat out not responding because there's been emails i've gotten where like i just i just i just tell myself it's probably best to not respond at all they said what they wanted to say i let it go i move on with my life it doesn't have to take up any more of my time and there's just not a response needed you know and in the past i think i don't know if i would have done that i would have wanted to respond and say like no and then like go into like a whole yeah reasoned argument you know Mm mm-hmm so I think personally, I've grown my ability to slow down, hear people out. And I, uh, yeah, I think that's, there's, there's been some personal growth there for me, but also level of confidence and my, my ability my, or my belief in myself to like tackle new things, put out complex ideas. There's, there's definitely some that I'm, there's still some insecurity there or like reluctance. I'll call it, it's not really insecurity. It's more like reluctance mm-hmm. to, to go into, um, I don't know, some, some stuff. But uh, it's grown, like my my willingness to put myself out there a little bit more. Like right now, recording this stuff, this is pretty personal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like that's that's some growth there for me. Yeah, to be to be that vulnerable in this very public way, you know.
1: Yeah, that's something you have talked about a lot from the since the beginning. Um, I feel like my growth has been really small, and that and that ties back to the disappointing part of it. Um, I, but, but I know that a big piece of that is that my, my default is to compare. And so I saw you on your journey and how quickly there were certain, I don't want to say steps, but there were certain, um, you know, things that you really got through pretty quickly, I think. Um, and I compared myself a lot to you, especially in the beginning, you know why haven't i had a breakthrough like that and da, da 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 and so i i think that's actually been a a place where i've grown personally is i i i hit the brakes a little bit more on the comparisons it's still something i do cuz it's something i've done since i was so young but now i'm more aware of it and and i can give myself a little bit more kindness and a little bit more of the curiosity and say you know hey where's that coming from you know what's you know what's going on here let's look at this Rather than just saying, "Oh, that person is so much better than me," because da 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 da. So I I think that's something I've grown in personally.
0: That's not a small step. That's that's significant to recognize it. Yeah. To to recognize it, admit it to yourself. Yeah. That's pretty significant. I appreciate
1: man. that. But see, and again, it's that thing where it's like, but it's not enough. That's that's what's going on in my head right, right
0: now. No, I got you. So yeah, got you.
1: so again, I'm gonna look at it with curiosity. It, but yeah,
0: I get the um, it's not enough thing though. But when because yeah. I feel the same things. But like when would it, what would be enough? What's the right right amount of whatever you know? Fill in the blank. Whatever the thing, what's the right amount? Like what's it supposed to look like? Yeah, how much you know in comparison and mm-hmm. simply looking at one at myself versus somebody else that doesn't take into account the obsessive nature that they might have about some of the stuff and how much time they put into learning and practicing and like there's a huge differential right and i'm talking yeah. just about between you and me although that that is present like i i pour myself right. into like learning and learning and learning and then practicing and like writing it out creating presentations like this is my yeah constant you know there's but if you just look at where 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 am I at versus someone else, it doesn't take in the context of all that, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I I think that's I I guess it's really the same thing, but I think that's I was going to say another way that I've grown. It, it feels a little bit the same and a little bit different, but um, like the whole like when I left the podcast, it was um, like why, why why don't I why don't I get as much fulfillment as Justin does from it or or that kind of thing, you know? And when I really just kind of like sat down and let myself kind of just feel what was happening. And I said to myself, you know what? It's pulling me away from where I want to be and where I want to be is somewhere else. And it doesn't matter that that's not what's happening in other people's lives or that's not what Justin's doing or whoever. It's that this is what I need right now. And I need to be present with my family and I need to be doing, you know, this stuff that just silly things or whatever. Like I just need to be doing that and not the podcast. And that it took me a while to really let that just be without the judgment. But that I think, I think I can say that I'm proud of myself for that. That's definitely an area of growth for me that, that I'm able to, to remove the judgment from that and say, you know what, Justin or whoever is doing their thing, and Mercedes is going to do her thing, and this is what her thing looks like right now. I'm proud of myself.
0: That's incredible, and it, and it wasn't like, yeah, that's I, I'm I'm proud of you too. I like, that's, that's for what that's worth. Like it's incredible to like how many people do things because they should. Yes, and they ignore that. Like it sounds like you you heard that little impulse inside of yes. you saying it was pulling you in different directions. But how often do we not listen to that? Yeah, and then have the regret and stuff. So that's a. Sounds like a big one to me, big big step there. I guess it is. I like that. I like feeling those little impulses and listening to it and being like, oh, it, that felt right. And I don't know. Hopefully, you've had that in the month or so since then. I know when I when I hear those impulses and I follow it, it's it's exciting. Like it's exciting and it's like, oh, I just it feels like I unlock something within myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I can feel it in my chest and my gut, like, a little unlock, mm-hmm. and there's some clarity in my system. Like, I feel it, mm-hmm. and I like that. I like that a lot, you know, to know yeah. that, I, oh, I just did something there. Like, a path just opened. It feels like
1: a, some openness just happened. Yeah, it's really lovely. It's I, I've felt... See, and that, again, again, right now, like, in the moment, that's happening in my head. Not the comparison thing, but I'm hearing your description, and in my head, I'm thinking, well, that's not what mine has been, but what mine has been has been just this sense of like I'll just kind of take a minute and I'll kind of you know be reflective in a moment and I'll say this like this feels right right now it's just this sense of peace and joy in the moment of of doing what feels right for me and and not doing this you're should. calling that small I know right the the shoulds the shoulds have ruled my life for forever for so long forever right. And it is nice to be able to move away from the shoulds and say this is what I need right now. So I'm really happy for it. You're right. It's not small. It's not. You know what's been nice, and I don't know if this is a small thing or or a big thing. It feels big to me. I have felt so it's just nice to be complimented. It's nice to hear nice things about you. And I've been so struck by how many people find my laugh so delightful. And I, that might sound conceited, but it was just so nice. You know, it's not something I've ever thought about. I don't know. That was that was something I learned about myself in the podcast. Is that I have a nice laugh, and I didn't know that before.
0: Well, thank you, Mercedes, for like being a part of the
1: of first year.
0: The and it, to me, it's the first year. I don't, I don't know how long this goes on for, but I have no intention of stopping at all. So, thank you so much for being part of the first year. Of course, I still have yeah I still have stuff I think that has your voice in it for members definitely for the podcast there might be a couple more but um I'm glad you're here for this one and you're definitely welcome hopefully we'll hear from you again
1: I'm happy I'm so happy to be here and yes I would love to be invited back for for whatever and um you know I mean you and I are besties so I'm here and if you have ideas you need to bounce off or whatever if I want to drop in and say hi I hope that's okay
0: it is, yeah. And I I really appreciate like everything you've done. Like thank you. Thank seriously. You. I don't know if I ever was ever like crystal clear about that, but I super appreciate everything you've done.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. And you have been clear about it in the past. Okay. But it's nice to hear still.
0: Okay. <laughs> all right. For everybody else, for dear listeners and super fans and polyvagal patrons, we have a lot of cat- trauma nerds, polyvagal nerds, mm-hmm. and all these people. Thank you like for being a part of the first year. And, like, it's, it's been pretty damn interesting, I think. It's
1: been awesome.
0: I think it's been fun. I think yeah. it's been helpful, I think. Personally, I, th- I would say it has been. For the listeners, from, from what I hear, overall, it has been.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's been a heck of a ride so far, and I'm really excited about the next step. Now, this is where I'm at with the next step of the Polyvagal Podcast. We've done a lot of information, and you were a huge part of that. Lots of information, understandings. I don't know what else I can do as far as like teaching and I'll probably find ways, but like, I want to see people take action and I feel this big, like impulse inside of myself to like start pushing people a bit more to like take action,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not just learn, but apply what they're learning, you know? So I I want to That's where my energy is. I feel like it's going and I'm hoping that I can like figure out what that looks like for the podcast with year two or whatever, just the, the near future, you know. And I have some ideas, but that's kind of where I'm at. And, I, and I'm hoping I can really deliver that on the podcast.
1: I'm excited to see what you do next because you've blown me away with your website and all of this stuff. It's amazing. <laughs> so I'm excited.
0: Thank you. I'm I'm excited too because I don't I don't I have no plan for any of this stuff. So we'll see where it goes.
1: <laughs> and yet it's but amazing. That's my that's that's what blows just, my mind no. is that. Thank you. You create this amazing, amazing content, and it's very thoughtful, and it's very informational. It's very easy to understand. It's super clear, and it's so, so helpful for so many people. So thank I you. can't wait to see what else you do.
0: Thank you, Mercedes, thank for that you, and Justin. for everything. Seriously, thank you. Thank you. Uh, for, so, listener, dear listener, thank you for all you know, being a part of this. It means a lot. Every time we hear from someone, it just it means so Absolutely. much, and it's so so motivating to keep doing it so thank you for being a part of this and
2: here's to year two i guess
1: here's to year two